from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, heartbreak tonight for the Bears. They have overcome a lot this year and acquitted themselves very nicely amidst a new system of coaching change. An 0-2 start in Big 12. A small roster, COVID, but today, South Dakota is able to play the big game when it mattered most for both teams, and they will move on to the Sweet 16. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank of Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. The one thing I refuse to do and will always refuse to do um, is put anything on our players, ever. Um, and uh, I'm just not wired that way, um, you know, and um, I'm not wired to start talking about the future because I think right now it's about these guys in the locker room and their last game here at Farrell. Um, and so, you know, I, I just think, you know, I, I know we're going to be okay, but right now it just hurts to, to not be... Um, and in a trip to Wichita. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Flagler at the buzzer. Shot is short, no good, and the end of the road for the defending national champion Bears comes in round two of the NCAA tournament, but not after a tremendous comeback in the second half. Bears trailed by 25 with 10.47 to play. Tie the game at 80 to force overtime. The Bears fall in the extra period, 93-86 to North Carolina today. John, just no way they were going to get this game to overtime. I mean, it just uh, there was just no way, and they found a way. And it, it, was, uh, it was, I think, Baylor basketball uh, at its core, which is determination, relentlessness, Perseverance, toughness. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Well, how was your weekend? Super. <laughs> how was your week? That's not the word you used when I came <laughs> no, in the studio. Use, it, was, it was not a great weekend. Oh, how was your weekend? Very, very disappointing. Yeah, men bow out in the loss, overtime loss to North Carolina. Women bow out yesterday to South Dakota. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Derek Smith, Sophia Young, Malcolm from yesterday. Pat Nunley and I from Saturday. And just like that, basketball season is over in Waco Town. You, I would have, you could have, I would have called you. Anyone crazy yeah. would have told me that before yeah. the weekend started. That both would lose. And you know, in the it's, 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 you know, both programs obviously still had great seasons winning the Big 12. Um, but there's just been so much success, you know, it was just, it's just kind of shocking to think about it, you know, that they're both out after right. the second round. Um, it's just been such a great couple of years for, for, for Baylor athletics and especially football in both the basketball programs. 
And uh, and it comes to an end just like that. Men top seed in the East region lose to eight seed North Carolina, eight seed. And we said this, I think, on Friday. But, man, as I started looking at North Carolina, I said, how is this team an eight seed? <laughs> because they had won 25 games. They had, uh, you know, Armando Baycott was first team all ACC, that big guy. They finished second in the ACC, you know, tied, you know, for second in the ACC. And I know the ACC was down this year. You know, that was one of the talking points all year about the ACC being down. But still, I mean, North Carolina had won 25 games. And you look at their losses, and their losses were teams, two teams like Kentucky and, uh, well, Virginia Tech, which was red hot in the ACC tournament. I mean, they just seemed to be really underseated at number eight. Oh, absolutely. I said that when the brackets came out. I, was, mm-hmm. I didn't like that matchup. Not, I thought Baylor would win, but, that, you know, you don't want to see a – if you're a one seed, you shouldn't see a good a team as good as North Carolina in the second yeah. round. You really shouldn't. That that team may go to the final – I think will go to the final four. Do you actually. really? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, looking at their, their path to the final four, I mean, I think, I think they're going to beat – I, I'm assuming it'll be UCLA. You know, it's you don't UCLA. know, but um, yeah. I, I think they beat UCLA. But yeah, I mean that that is a, a very very good team. Anybody who watched that game, you could tell that that wasn't uh, there was no luck involved. There was two very good teams. It was a hard fought game, and, and Baylor, you know, miraculously got it to overtime, but just ran out of gas. Yeah. 93-86 in overtime was the final. Uh, Bears trail by 25 points with 10.47 to play. 10.47 on the clock. You're down by 25 against an NCAA tournament team. And, man, they started the uh, a furious comeback. He was really helped by, uh, by Brady Manick, the former Oklahoma Sooner. He uh, threw an elbow, a flagrant two, and got tossed out of the game. And that was really the spark that kind of lit things for the Bears the rest of the way, the final 10 minutes of regulation. Yeah, that ended up being a five-point play, didn't it? I I think so. I don't know. I'd have to look at it. Because I think you got both of the free throws, and then I think Kenjo hit a three. A three, yeah. 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 It was at least a four-point play because I know they scored on the possession right. after the free throw. Yeah. So that, that really got things going and a furious comeback. Baylor only had 11 turnovers in the game. That's 45 minutes, including the overtime period. 11 turnovers. They had eight at halftime. So, Aaron, Baylor had three turnovers in the second half and overtime combined. So that is uh, doing things really, really well. Uh, North Carolina was turning the ball over. Bears were forcing turnovers with that uh, press in the backcourt. And, uh, again, got it tied at 80, got it to overtime, uh, North Carolina hit the first couple of shots in overtime, and then Baylor just seemed, and they were, dead tired. I mean, they were completely out of gas. Yeah, the shots were still, you know, they were they were, hit, they were just short. You know, it looked like they were good they were, when they left yeah. their hands, and yeah. then they would just hit the front of the rim. Or, Which is a sign of yeah, your absolutely. legs are tired. Yeah, you know, it's just a sign stuff. of fatigue. Yeah. Um, and give North Carolina a lot of credit, as we talked about. I mean, that's a really really good team you know I mean that's everybody on that team uh, is either a high, highly rated coming out of high school you know a top 100 player or a top you know transfer like Manic. you know mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. as you said they finished tied for second in the ACC which traditionally is one of the best basketball conferences in the country and they were coming off a shellacking of Duke 
you know, yeah. in the ACC tournament. And then. No, 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 no. They beat Duke in the regular season. Oh, in the regular season finale. Yeah, indoor. that's right. Yeah. Then they beat Virginia and lost to Virginia Tech in the right. ACC. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but but they beat yeah, Duke it, it very. Coach K's final game. Right. Yeah. Final home game. Yeah. 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 So, so, uh, so that was the uh, end of the season for the men. Twenty-seven and seven is where they finish. And then the news uh, breaks yesterday. Jerome Tang is going to Kansas State. Coach Tang, Baylor's associate head coach, guy that's been here for nineteen years. Every step of the way with Coach Drew uh, is getting a head coaching job. And I tell you, I am uh, sad to see him go. Very sad to see him go. But on the other hand, I couldn't be happier for he and his family that he's getting a head coaching job, I think, very, very deserving. Absolutely. And it's, you know, we've talked about it multiple times. You know, it, we, I, I didn't know whether it was that he really wasn't interested in a head coaching job or not, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. obviously he, he's been deserving of one for quite a while. Yeah. I just wish it wasn't in the Big 12. I know, I know. You know <laughs> that I makes just, it tough. I was, uh, you know, obviously with the allegations hanging over LSU, you know, they did hire a coach today, by the way, with the Weber State coach. Uh, but um, of the openings, that was the best one right now. Um, and you know, you don't know how many other ones there are going to be. And it's a good, you know, it's in the best basketball conference in the country. It's a very good play. job. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great job. So yeah. So wish him nothing but the best. Here's, uh, here's uh, Coach uh, Tang in a nutshell. So their offices obviously are at the Farrell Center. Basketball offices are there. Coach Tang was in our building, the Simpson building today, just walking around saying goodbye to people and saying thank you to people. Right. That's him, man. That had to be tough. That is him, yeah. So uh, it was good to see him. I did say, hey, you got a minute to record something? <laughs> and he said, yeah, I, I, I uh, kind of need to uh, go and see everybody. Uh, I really can't right now. And I said, I understand, no problem. But um, we hope to get with him before he takes off. So best of uh, best of luck to Jerome Tang. Uh, named, I think the announcement was scheduled to come out at one thirty officially from Kansas State about him uh, taking the reins of the K-State basketball program. Press conference, he thinks, on Thursday in Manhattan to formally introduce him there. All right, uh, the Baylor women, uh, they fell at home yesterday to South Dakota. South Dakota, a 10 seed. The Baylor women, a 2 seed. Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, look more in depth at that one as well. Here from Coach Nikki Collin and Caitlin Bickle. We'll have that when we come back. Glad you're with us on a rainy Monday in Central Texas. Uh, be careful out there. Give yourself some extra stopping time and just be careful on the wet, wet roads. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuels Studios. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy and windy this evening with scattered showers and thunderstorms. Some of these may be strong to severe in all modes of severe weather possible. We'll see lows drop to 53 degrees. And tomorrow with the cold front moving to our east, it'll be much cooler with clearing skies and breezy conditions and highs around 64. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536. And nine for your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive. 
or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys make some roster moves in free agency, signing defensive end Dante Fowler from the Falcons and add former Steeler wide receiver James Washington, both on a one-year deal. Linebacker Leighton Vanderish also signed a one-year deal to stay with the Cowboys. Former Cowboys Lyle Collins signed a three-year deal with the Bengals. Over the past two years, Collins has missed 21 of 33 games for the Cowboys. Later, men's and women's basketball both go out of the NCAA tournament on the same weekend, men losing to North Carolina and the women to South Dakota. Only Tech, Iowa State, and Kansas remain from the Big 12 in the men's side, and Iowa State and Texas move on, with OU and Kansas State both playing tonight to try to make it four teams from the Big 12 in the Sweet 16 on the women's side. Dallas Mavericks at home tonight, hosting Minnesota. Tip is at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt, I know this, you didn't want this to be your last game, but considering how you fought the ankle injury, if this were a way to go out, did this feel kind of a fitting way to go out for a great career at Baylor? Yeah, I mean, I'd be proud of how this last game went down. Um, I mean, I didn't know that that was one of the biggest comebacks in March Madness history, but uh, that just kind of shows, like, what we've been dealing with all year. We've had a ton of adversity. We've had three guys with um, big injuries, and, um, I mean, this team fights, so I would definitely be proud to go out with that.
Now, back to the voice of the National Championship Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon, rainy in Central Texas. That's Matt Meyer postgame on Saturday. We're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Thanks to Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Uh, let's hear from Scott Drew now following the game on Saturday. Uh, we did not get him out there with us. He has uh, other media obligations. But this is Coach Drew from the uh, formal interview setting in the interview room talking about uh, did he feel good or what was his message to the team when they got the game to overtime? I think in, in overtime it's more to be thankful for just the season we had and thank him for um, the time together we've had, the ability they've led us to uh, coach them and learn from them like they've learned from us, hopefully. And uh, Baylor, it's always bigger than uh, uh, just basketball. I mean, we prepare champions for life. Uh, it's great to have uh, an impact spiritually, character formation, uh, academic-wise. It's one of the best academic groups we've had. Spiritually, it's a real deep group and uh, 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 proud of their growth and uh, what they've taught me. And character-wise, they represent their team and the school the right way. So I couldn't be more pleased with the, uh, the kind of young men we have here. As Scott Drew, following the uh, game, the loss to North Carolina on Saturday, Bears finished the season at 27-7. and then on Sunday, the Baylor women in action in the Farrell Center. Second round game in the NCAA Women's Tournament against South Dakota. Now, South Dakota had knocked off Ole Miss in the first round, a 10 over a 7. Now, the Coyotes playing uh, the Bears on Sunday in the second round. That's a 10 seed versus a 2 seed. Aaron came out of the gate strong. South Dakota did, scored the first 11 points of the game, led 11 to nothing, led 16 to 4 in the first quarter. And really, uh, Baylor got it to four, I think, in the second quarter, maybe the third. They got it to four, but South Dakota would then just go right back up by double digits. Yeah, I think it was the second because uh, South Carolina, uh, South Dakota, excuse me, went on another run right before the half to okay. get it back up to uh, 12 or 12 13. Or 13. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. It's one. Of, I think it's 13. Um, but yeah, they had cut it to four, and then they got you know they they cut it to six, I think, in the second half a few times. And, you know, the problem wasn't defense. They got a lot of stops, especially in the second half. I mean, there was, there was times where I counted, I think there was twice in a row where they got four straight stops mm. against them. Yeah. Um, but they just couldn't score on the other end. They just couldn't, couldn't get anything going offensively. Uh, you know, at one point they were down by – one of those times they were down by nine, and I was keeping up with them. I'm like, they need stops. You know, yeah. that's in my head. Sure. And I was like, that's four straight, and they got two points out of it. Yeah. You know, and cut it to seven. And then South Dakota State, after that, went on a little another mini run and got it back up to 12 or 13. And it's just, it was just a, a, a you know, tough day at the office. 61-47 the final. Baylor women uh, snaps a string of 12 straight trips to the Sweet 16. Uh, that's that's a long that is a long history of uh, success in the NCAA tournament. But give South Dakota credit. I mean, they just really put it on Baylor. Took the lead early. Never looked back. Never let up. Here's Baylor senior Caitlin Bickle following the game, the loss on their home floor in the second round of the NCAA tournament. It's tough. It's always tough losing. 
Um, I, I thankfully have another year. Um, I can't say the same for at least three of those players out there. Um, but I, I truthfully am um, grateful to the staff, this team. I think it's always it's always hard when you lose, but it's it's amazing knowing that you you have people behind you and you have people that love you. Sorry, I'm gonna leave it at that so I don't cry. Few tears in that uh, postgame press conference yesterday after the loss. Here is Nikki Collin now. Nikki Collin, uh, her first year at Baylor ends early, ends prematurely in a lot of people's minds in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, it was a slugfest. It was super physical, and and they were, um, you know, with Queen in foul trouble and Jaden turning her ankle, um, <laughs> our bench got shorter than it's been all season long, and we looked tired. I mean, we needed the timeouts just to catch our breath because, you know, um, they ran so much motion, and I thought – Considering you, we had zero prep, zero real prep to guard motion offense, we didn't lose the game because of our defense. Like, you know, we, we didn't. I mean, statistically, they shot below 40 percent. Um, they assisted on 10, 10, you know, they scored 20 baskets. Like, um, our offense let us down, you know. Um, but it was it was a slugfest. It was physical. We had to fight around screens for 20 seconds, 22 seconds, like um, – and, and then, you know, play one-on-one -on -one and try to finish a possession out. Um, so I think it was just the nature of there are certain teams that you play against where when you play against Oklahoma, nine points is nothing for them or you. Like it's not um, – you just know the, the number of possessions in the game – you know, being that an 11-0 run is going to happen at three points during that game. In this game, you know, sometimes being down 10 feels like 20 because you're slugging it out every possession and you're having to work. Um, and, and I just – I thought the, the physical part of the game wore us down. They, they were very, very, very physical with us. Nikki Collin following the loss yesterday to uh, South Dakota, 61-47 the final score. Baylor finishes – 28-7 and seven on the year. Other games on the women's side, Big 12 games uh, on the women's. Texas won over Utah. They advance. Baylor falls to South Dakota. Kansas fell to Stanford, 91-65. Uh, Iowa State beat Georgia, 67-44. So uh, Iowa State and Texas, uh, Texas are on to the Sweet 16. Two other Big 12 schools playing today. One's playing right now with uh, uh, an eye on the Sweet 16. Kansas State is a nine seed. They're playing top seed North Carolina State. It's on ESPN right now. And NC State has a 16-11 to 11 lead, final two minutes of the first quarter. So Kansas State, tough task there on NC State's home floor. And then at 5 o'clock on ESPN2, fourth seed Oklahoma plays fifth seed Notre Dame. Uh, that uh, the winner there advances to the Sweet 16 as well. On the men's side, should have mentioned this uh, a little bit earlier, but three men's teams have advanced, three have bowed out. Of course, Baylor bowed out on Saturday. Uh, uh, Texas lost to Purdue yesterday, 81-71. Their season is over. TCU lost to uh, top seed Arizona last night, but it was in overtime. I, I couldn't turn that one off. I stayed up. I, th I told 
I was talking with my brother about that game, and I told him we were talking. I said TCU's going to give them all they want, mm-hmm. and they did. Absolutely. They almost beat them. Yeah, yeah, almost beat them. There was an odd play, a real turning point play at midcourt. Did you see that? With and near Mike the Miles? end of the game, yeah, yeah where yeah. TCU should have been at the free throw line shooting to go ahead. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Exactly. I mean, it was absolutely a foul, and it wasn't right. close to being. I, I mean, it was obviously a foul that they just. They just ate the whistle on it. Yeah. It was a double-team trap of Miles right at midcourt. He was bumped. He lost the ball. It rolled into the backcourt. Arizona picked it up and scored. But he was bumped. I mean, right. luckily much, it, was, it just looks like a foul. Right. It was at the end of the game. And luckily, uh, the, the basket didn't count um, because it was after the um, – it was after the buzzer went off. Uh, it was right as they were going. You know, they were tied. Oh, right at the end yeah, of the game. Yeah, yeah they, but TCU was going in for the last shot, and they trapped, fouled, didn't get called, mm-hmm. and almost won the game. I yeah. mean, he, you know, he ended up with an easy shot, but uh, it was a split second after the uh, after the uh, game clock ended. So, But uh, they have a, a very tough task in their next game with a team that plays very similar to TCU. Mm-hmm. So as they, t- they, they have Houston next. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 85-80 was the final there. Arizona over TCU in overtime last night. Uh, the teams that won and advanced, third seed Texas Tech, they beat Notre Dame 59-53. They'll next play Duke in San Antonio this Thursday evening, the late game Thursday night in uh, in San Antonio. Texas Tech could be the ones to end Mike Shashevsky's long coaching career. I predicted it in almost all my brackets. Now I did. I filled out some different. That mm-hmm. way, they weren't all exactly the same. But in most of the brackets that I did, I had Duke and Texas Tech meeting in that game, and Texas Tech go. winning. There you go. That comes up uh, Thursday night. That'll be fun. Kansas. Uh, the Jayhawks uh, played Creighton. The game right after ours on Saturday. Kansas won seventy nine seventy two. Jayhawks advanced to meet Providence in Chicago, 7.30 on Friday. And then the other Big 12 school, really an eye-opener, it's Iowa State, an 11th seed. They beat number three, Wisconsin, 54-49. Huge win for Iowa State. Huge win. Two and 24 last year? 22. Two, two, and, two and 22, 22 to yeah. the Sweet 16 this year. That's yeah. just incredible. And, I, and, you know, not to – just to talk about brackets a lot, but in my brackets, I had them winning their first round game and losing that game. Yeah. And, and there you go. They're in the Sweet 16. Great win for the Big 12 and, and for that program. Huge win. It really is. They will next meet Miami. Miami's a 10th seed. So Iowa State 11, Miami a 10. Miami beat Auburn, right? Miami uh, eliminated yes. second seed Auburn. Be- beat Ohio State in the first round and then beat Auburn yeah. yesterday, uh, yesterday. So. Bruce Pearl's team, who was number one in the country for a good part of the year, out in the second round also. Yep. So Iowa State and Miami in Chicago, uh, the late game, 10 o'clock on Friday. Well done by uh, Iowa State. All right, that's a look at the Big 12 schools, men's and women's. Who's left? Who is moving on? And let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's check in at Baylor Ballpark. Uh, Weekend of conference baseball this past weekend, Baylor and TCU. Bears... Boy, they should have won two over the Frogs. End up winning one with the game yesterday, 7-3. to Talk to Mike Taylor, the assistant coach for the Bears, talking Baylor baseball when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Kaleo Wealth Management recognizes that a lasting relationship starts by listening and understanding your priorities and concerns. They'll work together to look at the big picture, 
Discuss your vision for the future and help you confidently pursue your life goals. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, where do y'all put all the postgame audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, we have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, we could do that. I could just read them to you. (laughs) (laughs) We could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys make some roster moves in free agency, signing defensive end Dante Fowler from the Falcons and add former Steeler wide receiver James Washington, both on a one-year deal. Linebacker Leighton Vanderish also signed a one-year deal to stay with the Cowboys. Former Cowboys Lyle Collins signed a three-year deal with the Bengals. Over the past two years, Collins has missed 21 of 33 games for the Cowboys. Later, men's and women's basketball both go out of the NCAA tournament on the same weekend, men losing to North Carolina and the women to South Dakota. Only Tech, Iowa State, and Kansas remain from the Big 12 in the men's side, and Iowa State and Texas move on, with OU and Kansas State both playing tonight to try to make it four teams from the Big 12 in the Sweet 16 on the women's side. Dallas Mavericks at home tonight, hosting Minnesota. Tip is at 7.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's
It's time now for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's J-Mo with assistant coach Mike Taylor. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Monday afternoon. A little bit rainy today. May uh, may slow down, may curtail Baylor baseball practice. But uh, let's visit and check in now at Baylor Ballpark with Baylor assistant coach Mike Taylor. Hey, uh, Mike, appreciate you joining us. Hey, Jamal. How's it going today? Doing good, doing good. How about you? Doing okay. Um, weather did not it doesn't look like it's going to be as bad as I said it was. Yeah. We were expecting a lot worse, and it actually looks like it's kind of splitting and going by. So I'm glad it wasn't as bad as they said. They were expecting some pretty nasty stuff. I saw that, like uh, talking tornado uh, watch and hail, like golf yeah. ball-sized hail. So. Well, I, I hope we don't get any of that. Right. I mean, just so everybody's safe in the past, but uh, – yeah, I don't think it's going to be near as bad as they anticipated. That sounds good. Very good. All right, uh, let's talk about the weekend, TCU. Uh, let's go back to Friday night. Boy, Tyler Thomas had been so good for you guys, almost unhittable. He had just been great. But he ran into a, ran into a pitcher that was uh, equally good, and you guys uh, dropped the opener on Friday. We did. Um, we, we just couldn't get anything going. Uh, and I think Tyler Thomas will be the first one to tell you his stuff was not as sharp Friday night as it had been his previous three starts. And, um, you know, that's that's Friday night games in the Big 12. You're going to be facing high-round draft picks, usually low-scoring games. you got to take advantage of opportunities, and you got to play clean baseball. An error can hurt you here or there. And, uh that's usually what Friday night baseball is like in the Big 12. Yeah, and a shutout win for uh, TCU. Riley Cornelio was his name. He's the Big 12 pitcher of the week. Eight scoreless innings, uh, two-hit baseball, and a shutout for TCU. So that was Friday night. Come back on Saturday. And, uh, Coach, uh, the hits you didn't get on Friday night, you guys made up for it with the hits you had on Saturday. We did, but, you know, maybe we just – didn't get enough hits. Uh, you would think going eight to five to the ninth inning um, was going to do it, but you know there's no defense for the walk, and and we just kind of gifted them a win there. Um, mm. That's a game you got to close out. Uh, you're at home. You're in conference play. You got eight to five lead going to the ninth. You got to find a way to close out those final three outs, where you, which are usually the hardest three to get in any game. And, uh, we just didn't get it done. We got we got to be better in that situation. What what was the number? Was it seventeen hits? You guys had seventeen hits on Saturday. I think I think we had seventeen on Saturday, which was a season high. Yeah. And uh, once again, uh, all three guys they threw at us were quality starters, quality stuff. But with the schedule we played, we've been seeing that for the last month, especially at Minute Maid. Yeah. We were just seeing quality pitch after quality pitch and. Just big time arms, and that helped prepare us for for this weekend series. And the, the schedule is not going to show it, but you know, I, I think we outplayed them and did everything we could to win two out of three. We just didn't get it done, and you still got to you got to get those twenty seven out. And you know, we had a big error and and uh, in extra innings, and uh, still fought back, had a solo home run in the bottom of the eleventh, and and had the. Uh, Time run on base when the game ended, and uh, you know 
Yeah, that was tough. So uh, drop that one on Saturday after you led 8-5 going to the ninth. You lost it in extra innings. Come back on Sunday, and uh, I, I thought you guys showed a lot of fire on Sunday and uh, did come away with the win 7-3 over TCU yesterday. We did. We jumped on them early and then and tacked another one on. Will Rigney gave us another quality start. Um, he's been doing it all year and, you know, trying to build his – resilience and, and pitch count up and uh you know he he gave us a chance to win and we tacked on some runs and uh we that was a desperation deal yesterday you you don't want to get swept at home in the opening conference series on your own turf and and we needed that win yeah big time uh 14 more hits i think it was yesterday so uh again the hits were really coming um both saturday and sunday I think so. It was probably our best week as far as offense goes. I think we had 45 hits on the week. Um, guys are, are coming around. Um, Jared is, is showing signs. Uh, Trey went 10 for 20 on the week hmm. and really hit the ball hard to all sides of the field. Um, Cal Nevin has, has been coming up with, with big hits. I mean, you know, the two-run homer in the bottom of the eight to separate us a little bit on Saturday to go up eight to five. Uh, that was a big hit in that situation. And, of course, he had big hits earlier in the year that he had made in, in these big RBI situations. So we've got guys, uh, you know, Ian Groves made his first two starts of the year at DH on Saturday and Sunday. Um, he had been hurt with a broken bone in his hand. And uh, so hopefully as, as we get some more ABs under his belt, that'll give us some more options in that DH spot. And Trey Richardson, you mentioned him hitting 500 for the week. That's huge. And uh, and Jack Pineda's swinging a good bat right now also, isn't he? Jack's swinging it really well. He's getting on base as a lead-off man. Um, so there's no complaints right there. We just need to get – you know, five, six, seven guys kind of rolling. Um, it seems like we'll have two guys rolling and, and two guys nine or, or four guys nine. So we need to be a little more consistent in that area. Um, as we move on in conference play, the, the pitching that we're going to be facing is not going to get any easier. These guys are just learning to compete and battle, and, and they know what it takes. Um We've got to find a way to move runners over and get them in. How about, uh, speaking of Jack Pineda, how about that slide he had to get the run at home plate getting around the catcher? That was a thing of beauty. Man, I tell you what, from from my point of view, I can tell with two outs, I'm going to be sending the guy. And, you know, you can tell when the ball's coming in that, man, if that thing's on line, he's out. Yeah. And that's something you – you can't even work on in practice. You don't ever attempt that. You'll get hurt. <laughs> and that's just instincts. Um, you know, comes from him being a ball player and, and just having instincts to dive and, and kind of flip and pull his hand back and then dive back to the plate. Like I said, you can't you can't get the team out there and work on that. You'll have somebody dislocate a shoulder <laughs> or break a hand or do something, right? You can't even work on that stuff in practice. You yeah. can either do it or you can't. Man, all instinct. That was a great play. Uh, yeah. Got you going. I, I watched that on 
on Twitter last night. I pulled up and watched it four or five times, just in amazement. That that's one of the best slides I've ever seen. Yeah, if you people, yeah, if you folks don't know what we're talking about, uh, you can find it on Twitter at Baylor Baseball. Uh, it's a slide gets around the catcher, reaches back with his hand to touch the plate. It, it was it was a thing of beauty. Mike Taylor, our guest, Baylor assistant baseball coach, and uh, back in action tomorrow night at home against UTSA, then on the road to Oklahoma this weekend. Uh, the hits, we talked about that. You know, you've got the offense uh, going a little bit, maybe as it warms up, maybe the offense is going. How do you feel about where you are going into this game against the Roadrunners tomorrow night? Well, they're, they're an offensive club. They're going to be tough. I mean, those guys from the mid-majors, anytime they get a chance to go into a power five school and, and beat them, I, I can assure you they're going to come in here ready. I coached with Coach Hallmark, their head coach at Rice, for, for nine years, and I know what kind of competitor he is. And he'll have his team ready to go, so we better be ready to match him. You think as we, uh, you know, we reach the latter stages of March, you're into conference play, you got this game, then going to Oklahoma. Uh, is the offense where you'd like it to be right now, or how would you gauge where it is right now? I don't know if it's ever exactly where you want it to be. Uh, if I could name the price, I'd have every every starter hitting 300 plus, and that's just not going to happen. But we just got to, you know, it all boils down to swinging it at good pitches and taking the ones out of the zone. And uh, we don't always do a great job of that. We we showed flashes, but if you just break hitting down, it's about swinging at strikes and taking balls. And uh, I promise, if if you're just getting balls in that little heat map that are in that uh, the heart of the zone, and, and you can weed out all the other stuff, you're going to be a lot more successful as a hitter. Very nice. That's Brett's breaking it down for sure. Hey, I appreciate your time today. Thanks. Great to talk to you, and uh, we'll see you out there tomorrow night. All right, thanks, Daniel. All right, thanks very much. Mike Taylor, Baylor baseball assistant coach. The Bears back in action Tuesday night, 630 at Baylor Ballpark, hosting UT San Antonio. Broadcast will be right here on ESPN Central Texas Television tomorrow night on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And I think, Aaron, I think the uh, rain moves out today, right? I don't think rain's going to be an issue at any point after today. Let me look on the magic Google machine real quick, and I can tell you. (laughs) Um, nope, it doesn't look like there's any rain in the forecast tomorrow. Windy right. and cool, but not cold. A little cooler tomorrow? Yeah, a high 65, okay. so a nice day. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be partly cloudy, maybe cloudy, but it should, yeah, it should be a nice day. All right. Very, good good very, baseball weather. Very good. All right, baseball tomorrow night, Baylor and UTSA. Then, as we said, the Bears go to Norman to play OU, a three-game series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Baylor softball is back home tomorrow as well. They've got a doubleheader against Tarleton State. That begins at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Both games broadcast on 101.3 FM tomorrow for Baylor softball. All right, thanks to Coach Taylor. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuels Studios. Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Recently on Game Time, we're joined now by Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a Division One team of access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. 
you will get all of your games televised usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take for example your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck. SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to filling out your brackets, look for a winning team. The Baylor Online MBA is ranked number eight in the nation by poets and quants. Advance your career to the next round. Check out all of Baylor's MBA programs, the online MBA from anywhere, the full-time MBA for early career, or the executive MBA meeting one weekend a month in Dallas at baylor.edu slash MBA. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. with this final segment john morris show on this monday afternoon yeah rain uh where we are right now it is not raining and uh aaron it seems like that threat of pretty severe weather i can't say it has moved past us i don't know that for sure but uh it doesn't seem like on campus or out here now it's near as bad as uh predicted yeah it's been i mean obviously it rained earlier but um yeah it hopefully if it stays like this and that will mean that most of the the nasty stuff that they expected is, has missed us, so yeah. fingers crossed that's yeah. gonna, what's going to happen. Absolutely. So uh, that's a good sign. That is good. Uh, and y- have you seen those fires, those grass fires that are going on out around Eastland? Maybe this will help with that to get a little rain to tap that down a little bit. So uh, that has been a uh, large, large loss of 
property, uh, some livestock, uh, and some um, some lives have been lost out there uh, in that massive grass fire. So prayers for those folks, and hopefully this rain will help. Update uh, Kansas State women in the NCAA tournament playing right now against top seed North Carolina State. They're in Raleigh. They're on the home floor of the uh, uh, Wolfpack, and North Carolina State is leading. Well, they just took the score away. Is it 39 to? I believe it's 38, and she just scored with an and one opportunity. Gotcha. Okay. But North Carolina State has the lead on Kansas State. We'll keep an eye on that. Ioka Lee, of course, the big post player for uh, K-State. Uh, it's 38-20, to 20, North Carolina State up. That's with 2.15 to play in the second quarter from Raleigh. A little bit later, Oklahoma, their women play Notre Dame. It is 5 o'clock on ESPN2. Uh, Aaron, what's coming up? Uh, Matt Mosley, is Matt going to fill two hours straight just – Talking about uh, uh, Baylor basketball, men's and women's. What do you have planned? Uh, most, uh, a lot of it, yeah, we will be. We'll talk with Kevin Lonquist from SickupSports.com. We'll talk with Chad Conine from the Waco Tribune Herald. Uh, we'll also have Campus Confidential, uh, which this time of the year is mostly about college basketball and teams getting, or schools getting new college basketball coaches and or Firing their current <laughs> right. college basketball co- coaches, mostly today. Like Friday, it was all about people who got fired. Yeah. Um, but today, it's about people getting hired at new jobs, including uh, Baylor assistant head coach uh, Jerome Tang, who took the Kansas State job. But we'll talk about that and a lot of other things going on in college athletics and a lot of Baylor basketball talk. Very good. So that's coming up between 4 and 6 right here on ESPN Central Texas, the Matt Mosley Show where you can hear game time each weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. with Tom and Ward and Garrett. Tune it in to start your day with game time, 7 to 9 a.m. weekdays right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Bob Anderson, one of our resident uh, tech grads, tech fans, he texted me. I said that tech was playing Duke in San Antonio. He said, I wish it was San Antonio. It's uh, San Francisco. So, that's a little different. Sand, sand, sand yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there really a big difference? <laughs> yes, there yeah, is. Yeah, actually there is. There's, There's huge a huge difference. difference. And not just in the distance. <laughs> no, exactly. A lot of ways, a lot of difference there. So uh, my mistake, uh, Tech is playing Duke in San Francisco this weekend in the round of 16. Let's mention some birthdays. Uh, I'm going to go back and start with yesterday, March 20th was my dad's birthday. Happy birthday to uh, Sid Morris up in Garland. Sid the Kid turned 86 yesterday. So happy birthday to my dad from yesterday up in Garland. Today, how about we start with Jerry Hill's birthday today. Jerry is uh, south of 86 years old. Happy birthday to uh, Jerry today, way south of 86. Happy birthday, Jerry. Appreciate uh, you and uh, all the great things you do with Baylor Athletics. Uh, Jeannie Moss's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Jeannie, great Baylor uh, supporter. Jeannie and Dwayne Moss, great Baylor fans uh, for many, many years. Happy birthday to Jeannie. Um, It's Adam Kay's birthday today. Happy birthday to Adam. And Mike Stanford's birthday. Mike uh, used to work at KCEN TV, retired from there. Happy birthday to Mike Stanford. Let me look at one other list. Oh, yeah, there's more on this list. Callie Schrunk's birthday today. Callie uh, was with us in Baylor Athletics 
got lured away somehow by the uh, pool of Magnolia and now doing great things over there at Magnolia. But happy birthday to Callie Shrunk. And happy birthday to Cole Chandler today. Cole, uh, one of the sons of my uh, uh, David and Amy Chandler. Uh, happy birthday to Cole Chandler today. I saw David in Fort Worth. He was there down from Denver for the Baylor basketball games this weekend. So there's a few birthdays. Uh, Aaron, anybody to add to the list? Do have a, a couple today. Timothy Dalton, one of, uh, not many, but one of the, uh, I don't know, what, seven or eight people to play James Bond? I'd have to count. That many? Back. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Five, or six, let's see. Well, I'll do that in a second. But anyway, <laughs> former former James Bond and uh, actor Timothy Dalton turned 76 today. One of my favorite actors, Gary Oldman, who's been in literally hundreds of movies. Yeah. He turned 64. And Matthew Broderick, who's been in a lot of stuff, but still is probably best known as Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Uh, he turned 60 today. So Very nice. There you go. Very you, nice. It's a good list. Happy birthday to those folks. If we missed you, I do apologize. Hey, we appreciate Mike Taylor being on with us, Baylor baseball assistant coach. If you missed any or all of that, Aaron has it up as a podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com uh, or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Kansas State women and North Carolina State, they've reached halftime 43-27. NC State, the top seed in that region, leads Kansas State at halftime. And a nice little mini run by Kansas State right there at the end of the half. They scored, the, I think, at least the last five points because it was – I think it was 22 at one point, so wow. maybe the last seven points to uh, cut it. Um, and if Kansas State can make their threes in the second half, they can make this a game. They were up early and they were getting good looks from three and missed about four or five in a row, and that's when NC State made their run. If they they can make those, you know, it's a totally different game right now. But uh, we'll see what the second half brings. But if they can if they can start making threes, they can make this a game, even though they're down by 15. All right, keep an eye on that. That is on ESPN Television right now, women's basketball second round, NC State and Kansas State. Hey, we do appreciate you being with us. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. Among our guests tomorrow, Hoot Johnigan from Baylor Softball, uh, as they will be back in action at home against Tarleton coming up tomorrow, a doubleheader beginning at 5. Do appreciate you being with us. Uh, happy birthday to Jerry Hill today. And Aaron, uh, stay tuned. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. You think he's going to do a dance to celebrate? To ce- does he do a <laughs> dance on his own birthday? Maybe. It doesn't take much to get him going, you We're know? not going to say how old he is because I remember him coming to talk to uh, to the, our staff at the MCC newspaper right. when, I was, when I was a sports editor. And uh, <laughs> and that's been a few years ago? Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of, hmm, trying to do the math on it. Yeah. He was probably in his late 20s, early 30s then. Yeah? Yeah. He was, he was a great speaker and uh, – he was, at the time, he still is, but at the time, you know, I mean, he was one of my favorites, you know. He was yeah. he were sports writer for The Trib, which was the local paper. I, I looked up to Jerry as a, as a aspiring journalist. Very nice. And then I got a job at a radio station, and uh, <laughs> print journalism kind of went out the window, and I've been doing that for about 20 years Change now. Change in a career <laughs> path right there. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jerry. We love you, and stay tuned. Matt Mosley coming up next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. I usually park in the handicap over there because that's game day. Baylor Baseball. 
all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting UT San Antonio. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love